worst advice. And you're like, whoa, I'm not taking baby that. steps. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah, I hate elaborate, it. Elaborate, elaborate. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> when somebody tells you to take baby steps, that's why it's just, it's just like you're just why telling giant steps. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's telling me it's kind of home, trying to marginalize me, hold me back a little bit, mm-hmm. not to to really you know push myself. Mm-hmm. Why do I need to take baby steps to get to the top? Top. No, go. Just go and exactly. figure it out later. You know, the big steps, might, I might fall, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, you fall once, you get up twice. Welcome back to another episode of the Black is the New Rich podcast. And today we got a very special guest, like a very, very special guest because he's doing big things around the city. He just recently won a huge award and he's the first of our kind to do it. So I believe that he should be up here so we can spread his story because Honestly, he's doing amazing things and he's doing different things, but I don't want to keep on talking. Can you please introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, my name is Trevane Sanderson, also known as Trey Sanderson. Um, first black chef to win uh, Top Chef Canada. So, Jeez. Um, Got to clap that up. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty big. Um, you know, I don't I don't really come from a lot. So um, this kind of title um, for my culture, for my kind. Um, it's very special. Okay, dope. Yeah. So I'm going to get into uh, you being a top chef, but first I want to kind of bring it back. Mm-hmm. I want to know your backstory. Where did this cooking journey start for you? Um, just like at my mom's crib, man. <laughs> you know, apartment, um, small apartment, but just like, you know, having fun in the pantry, you know, yeah. creating things. Um, I was hungry sometimes, so it was just like kind of just like having fun with it, you know? Okay. So, yeah. So obviously, like when we grow up, we were into sports, right? Big time. So growing up playing sports yeah. and did you ever felt like not guilty or embarrassed to that you want to cook or did you feel like, ah, maybe I'll do that late? Did you feel some type of like, maybe I'm doing something different. This is not cool yet. Yeah. Did you feel that? Um, I don't know. Like for me, I was big on sports, but yeah, like I, I just kind of found another hobby that, you know, is not your typical hobby for a kid like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like kind of having fun with it. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. So since you won, right? What do you think this means for the city? Because it's big. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it just breaks the barriers a little bit, mm-hmm. um, pushes the envelope. Um, people of our color, of our kind, um, don't let don't get shine as much, mm-hmm. especially in the industry that I'm in. It's very like, Eurocentric. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just kind of you know being being the guy and really pushing the envelope and, and inspiring the youth because it's very important, you know, like, like myself, I don't really come from a lot, you know, born and raised in Scarborough. So, mm-hmm. um, people who know Scarborough, it's not like a, you know, a nice community or, you know, it's, it, it has a potential to be great, but it's just, you know, for me, it's, like a melting it's pot. I yeah. That. Like, you know, I think it was for me to be inspired and, and really push and, and be something in life because my mom didn't come from, come from jamaica to canada for for us right, to be yeah, exactly. regular regular you know what i'm saying so <laughs> exactly yeah. so like what age were you mm-hmm. um when you said you know what this is going to be a thing for me i think when i was like 12 or 13 oh, that's early yeah yeah because i was like really having fun with it i was getting really good at it um it, i was probably nowhere where, where, where i was at before until like now and like mm. you know i push myself to really challenge myself every day and become better every day at something and it was cooking okay dope yeah. so take me through like the selection process of even getting a chance to be on that type of competition it's how crazy. does that work just a long application yeah couple of you vid- have to apply yeah yeah nobody told me to apply i just seen hey they're casting i'm like okay 
here's my time to shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's here's my time to showcase mm-hmm. what I could do at a high level against some of the best chefs Canada has to offer. So did you have to like go into an interview, cook something, and yeah. then oh you have yeah, to do yeah. all that? So like I had an interview plus like uh I did like a 10 minute um cooking like segment. Yeah. Um and yeah, just kind of show my personality and and I guess they love me and they, they said, chose you. Yeah. What's the what's the how long is the process before they said you okay, you are on the, the competition? Um, I think it was almost like a month. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was a lot waiting. of waiting. Yeah. So I had a feeling that I might have been selected, but that was just me kind of being confident. Yeah. But yeah. As soon as I got the call, I was like, okay, game yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah. let's go. Did you have to do sign? You had to go away for like a, a period of time or? Yeah. Yeah. A whole month. A whole I was gone. month. You yeah, had to yeah. sign NDAs. I'm NDA. Guessing. Everybody's like, yo, where's Trey at? And I'm like, yeah. You can't really And I'm the it. matrix right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm chilling. So yeah. um, it was cool because it's like, it was like, time away from home yeah but it was like I'm, I was, where, what, where was it can you see or uh yeah it was in the gta oh it was okay in the GTA. i can't really say exactly yeah, yeah. where but yeah yeah um yeah it was just like a little little um studio and mm-hmm. we had we had little um places like we'd go to um to do different uh challenges and all that but it was just like a okay. little little thing for a month did you get to chop it up and get to know uh the other chefs that were on yeah. the competition we're extremely close like oh, we didn't amazing. really we didn't really get a chance to communicate too much with our outside uh, life yeah. um so we had to get get to know each other um internally and and see keep where that. yeah keep that kind of relationship there but it, at the end of the day it was still a competition so okay yeah so how did your family feel when they found out you won crazy That's huge. crazy my mom still tells me about it to this day yeah, she tells <laughs> everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> auntie uncle all that so um she's very happy for me um yeah. she works extremely hard and she's one of the main reasons i i want to kind of do this because she really inspired me to be yeah. the chef that i am today okay dope yeah. so here's what i'm very interested in like i like to study people's like craft and their mindset going mm-hmm. into the craft right and because i used to play ball before i understand what it feels like to win a championship right mm-hmm. and i will honestly say the first time it's like okay like you you're going to the unknown space mm-hmm. right and then you work so hard and you get there you win it but to win it again is a whole different mindset mm-hmm. so now that you've won yeah. what's your mindset to like keep winning or capping success so you don't get so you don't have like a success hangover mm-hmm. I think it's important to stay hungry. Mm-hmm. Never forget where I came from. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of like Kobe's like drive. Like he was like basketball, everything. Yeah. You know, he his job was never finished. He always wanted to win. So I think the the main thing for me is to stay hungry, mm-hmm. stay humble, stay grounded, but still keep pushing the envelope and, and really kind of change the scene a little bit. Do you still have the same routines as before you won? Or do you, like, how does that work? Is your routine the same? What's going on? Yeah, it's the same. Like, for me, a lot of the times I'm at home, like, cooking up something. Yeah. You know, trying different flavors. Um, you know, really, like, pushing um, techniques and, and just being different and, and trying to be, um, trying to make myself, my craft better, you know, because it's so easy to lose that um, passion. But for me, this is this, this is kind is of it. my calling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dope. And I'm interested in like the creative process because you know you just said that uh-huh. you tried different things, right? So what does that look like? Are you trying? Because I seen in your story the other day you put a henny type of sauce or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah. So I was like, what was like how like how are you creating different things? Are you taking from different cultures and fusion like making a fusion out of things? Like how does yeah. that work? Um. Yeah. Just taking different um cultures, but um staying true to my culture. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm just taking ingredients and things that I love and, and combining mm-hmm. it into one. 
are you studying ingredients? Are you going to the shop like, hmm, let me just try this? And yeah, definitely. Sometimes I'm in like the Jamaican uh, store or whatever. Like, yeah. And I'm just like asking, like, okay, I haven't seen this ingredient before. Like, tell me, tell me about it. And yeah. these guys know because they're, they're, they're merchants. They're, 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 they bring the ingredients into the store. So, um, yeah. So just understand the culture a bit more because there's so many different um, ingredients, spices, spices and all, and all that. So. So are you into like the history of spices right now or does that doesn't matter too much right now when you're like chefing it up? Um, I think more just like just chefing it up. Yeah. I just I like what I like and, and there's certain things I don't like. So I just kind of mm-hmm. smelling, tasting and seeing mm-hmm. what goes well with what. And for the people that don't know, what is your like your main type of dishes? Like what kind of style are you mainly yeah. geared towards? My biggest goal right now is to modernize Caribbean cuisine. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, like I always say, you don't really see it on on these like award levels, like um, awards are like, you know, world's best or like mm-hmm. 50s best. You see like best. Italian. Yeah. Like it's always <laughs> the same, same. Like we get it. Like they're great cuisine, but. But they all love our food. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, why can't um, Caribbean food be on a high level? Mm-hmm. Why can't it be known as some of the best food in the world? I believe it. I'm not being biased, but I yeah. believe that it can be yeah. because we have some of the best flavors, the best dishes, yeah, um, best culture, yeah. Um, the whole world runs. On our you know culture. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you're saying, our music goes with our food. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's a whole exactly. vibe. So I think it's important for me to kind of push that envelope and and spread the love and and, and really inform people that you know Caribbean food is is world class. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I was even listening to the shout out to the gents. Uh, podcast because i was listening to that one and you said like you know in a like your one of your big goals is to open like a class a classy caribbean restaurant yes and i think that will change the dynamic of even Mm -hmm. how we view our caribbean spots like i I remember you mentioned um the styrofoam box thing and that really hit me because yeah all we get if we take it home we box it off but why can't we have a classy experience so can you talk more about that um I think the biggest thing is like, you know, I, I grew up on this stuff. I, I love, you know, Aki and Selfish. I love yeah. my, you know, Kerry Goat, my Oxtail Jerk, all that stuff. It's so delicious. Yeah. But why does it have to always be in a staff room club? Why does it have to always be at my grandma's table or my mom's table? Why can't we bring your girlfriend or your wife or, you know, have a nice dinner date mm-hmm. at a beautiful um, high class, high restaurant. class restaurant that is Jamaican or Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Why can't that be? You know, why do I have to take out or go on like yeah. you know a, a ordering app? And yeah, I think it's just important to kind of be different and, and show show the world that this food is is world class and it's it's amazing. It's special. Yeah, because it's been here and it's, it's been it's here, here yeah. to stay. But we just, I guess, it would be it's up to us yeah. to make that happen because no one's gonna. I don't think well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like the Italian high class bots, it's not like another culture said, "Hey, you guys should be high class." No, yeah. they did that themselves, exactly, and they took that responsibility and accountability mm-hmm. to do that themselves. Yeah. So I think that's what we need to do for sure, and not wait. No, change the way people view this cuisine. Okay, yeah, dope. So uh, a mutual friend hit hit me up and was like, "You should interview this guy. He's top chef." Right? Amazing. And I was like, "Wow!" Like, and I was telling you off camera, like. I felt guilty that I never heard this news, yeah. right? So I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to interview him. That's one thing. But right. like how more than that, it's just like, how do you think we can support you better? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is, is come together as a group. Okay. You know, if, what does if, it look like though? Like in a, like a tangible sense, like, is it like the shares, the likes, is it like knowing what you're doing and coming out and supporting? What does ex- that look like? 
I think a little bit of everything, you know, support each other in, in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, like if there's a guy, you know, running a juice spot, mm-hmm. promote him, you know, buy his products, do all that stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But also come together in, in a collective way where we could, you know, bounce off each other mm-hmm. and create uh, unique, um, you know, opportunities for all of us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay, cool. Yeah. So for the young cooks coming up, right? What different lanes can they look at to be successful? Is it the chef? Is it the meal prep people? Is mm-hmm. it the private catering? What what can they what's their options? Um, I think everything, you know, even going to school, tapping mm-hmm. into school, I think. You did school? I did school. Okay. Um, Culinary school. Culinary, two year. Yeah. But like, for me, that's kind of what I want, the route I want to go. Yeah. I was I was doing my research. I was getting inspired by, you know, world-class chefs. Yeah. But also, me trying to work in some of the best restaurants in Toronto, in okay. the city. Okay. Working with some of the best chefs, best cooks, mm-hmm. pushing myself like, hey, okay, that's the best guy you have right now. Look, let's go. I'm trying to be better than him. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? That was my mentality every mm-hmm. restaurant I worked at, you know, and and pushing myself and, and being uncomfortable because mm-hmm. once you're uncom- once you're comfortable, that's when it's like, it's, it is what it is. It's, yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. But for me, I, I just want to, I wanted to keep pushing and growing mm-hmm. um, and challenge myself. So when, as a young chef and as a young, um, you know, person you you know you just want to challenge yourself as much as you can because growth is so important okay yeah what determines a great chef Mm -hmm. from a good chef the heart the heart what do you elaborate i mean you know a good chef you know comes in does the job does the job well but a great chef does the job but more he comes in early you know, mm-hmm. he's off the clock. Mm-hmm. He's asking the right questions. He's asking the wrong questions because there's mm-hmm. no right or wrong questions. Mm-hmm. But studying, you know, understanding where the ingredients are coming from, the supplier, everything. Okay. You know what I mean? Really like diving. The whole operation. Exactly. You know, a lot of times like it's a, it's a stressful job. It's a stressful industry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your 10-hour days, your 12-hour days. You want to go home and you eat some McDonald's. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I you know, I get my rest. But the next day, I'm I'm still like at it, at it, and like, okay, what did I did wrong that mm-hmm. yesterday? What what can I do better today? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just the heart and the passion and, and the care for for the craft because at the end of the day, we're we're putting, we're making these foods and these ingredients, and we're we're tapping into different things for for others. Mm-hmm. So it's important to really show that on the plate, the heart and the passion. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So you just put everything into what you're doing and exactly. I'll, I'll come out in your meals. Exactly. Jeez, that's big. Yeah. So when I was on the show, it was like, I, I this is what I love to do. So I was to showcase everything. everything on my plate. Like you let it all. Go. I let it all out. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. So I, when you were on the show, have you, was there like stressful moments for you at all? Yeah, it was definitely, there's a lot. There yeah? was a lot of them because- I haven't done anything like this before. Yeah. I haven't been on TV or anything like that. So how was that? Like, what were the stressful moments? Like, like what were they, and how did you feel? Um, there were certain moments where you know I was taking a risk. Mm. I've, I've done things that like I've never done ever. before ever. So it's like, <laughs> okay, this might be a good idea. So yeah. let me try it. But you know, it was, there's a lot of different um, you know moments where I could have done better. But mm-hmm. you know, that's just a learning curve for. What's one of the moments that? Um, even not just necessarily the show or just kind of like in life with cooking mm-hmm. that, you know what, it didn't work out, but you still bounce back. Um, I think coming into the industry, um, hot mm-hmm. for me, I, I just feel like I had a lot to prove from the jump. You yeah. know what I mean? Just because of my upbringing, 
um, not having a lot in life, you know, my, seeing my mom struggle. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just wanted to come in and prove that I could do it. Yeah. And, you know, a man of color could do it too, you know. So I think for me, um, just like really, really just like pushing myself. Yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. So basically, I was just, I was just wondering a time that you felt like you lost. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. How'd you been bounced back? Yeah. So, yeah. So just having like that, like, I great, I guess aggression. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't aggression. I didn't consider passion. the curse. It was more passion. And that a got certain type of people can know that. Exactly. So, you know, when you see a man of color with passion, mm-hmm. it could kind of come off like aggression mm-hmm. or like, you know, a little bit of an attitude. Yeah. But if, for me, I was just like cared so much. So yeah. it came off kind of aggressive. And especially I can yeah. only imagine because in the industry you're in, you don't see a lot of black men. Right. No. So obviously they're like, whoa, this kid's hot. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a mess. But that's just, they don't understand the culture. Exactly. And, and the upbringing, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in a, you know, Caribbean household, you know, my, my mom was hard on us. She yeah. was, she wasn't easy. So. You brought that to work. I kind of brought that to work. So mm-hmm. it, it obviously didn't really respond well. But mm-hmm. for me, that's the whole learning curve and, and, and bouncing back and, and becoming better and how I communicate and, and showing people that I'm not aggressive. I don't have attitude. I yeah. just really care. You know what I mean? So I just want to do well. So being where you are now, right? How do you maintain that passion? And how do you now how do you communicate to certain other people now learning what you've learned? Um, just questioning them. Yeah. Like, okay, is that what you're doing correct? Mm-hmm. Just stand back and look at it real quick. <laughs> like, look at, does that look good? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you can understand that mm-hmm. and and realize that, okay, maybe it's not the best that I could do. Yeah. That's when they juices flow and that's when they could kind of really respect the craft more because like you could look at the work and be like, wow, yeah, maybe he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I've done. You know, I think for me, I pushed myself to a point where it's like every time I do something, I'm like, I could do this better. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's that mentality. You know what I mean? Okay. Do you have any mentors right now? Honestly, like kind of self, not yeah. not self-taught. I, yeah. I obviously, I, I looked up to certain chef, but yeah. there's no chef that kind of, I went on his wing and kind of. What about like online, like YouTube? Because I feel like I have like, yeah. online mentors all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They don't know me, but I know them. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um. Uh, there's a couple. Uh, I like. I like. I don't. I. I don't know his last name, but it's Joshua Wiseman. I don't. I don't know his last name. But yeah. He's doing really cool stuff. Um, you know, a, a lot of the world class chefs like Thomas Keller. Yeah. Um, Grant. Yeah. Um, these guys are like you know the chefs that I kind of looked up to from when I started because of the craft and how they, yeah. um, their perspective on food. You know what I mean? Okay. Cool. So when I was doing my research on. Uh, the whole game of Top Chef and obviously I researched what you won because mm. I was like what did these guys win right mm. so I, I seen the amount of money that you won I seen like, the things that came with it right mm. and I feel I don't know how it works but like if it was to be like a, a a large lump sum of money at one time how did you feel and was it a little bit intimidating for you definitely a lot of money <laughs> the most money I've ever seen in my bank account yeah. um, it came all at once all at once. Holy shit. But like there's certain things like the you know the, the kitchen ta- aid came okay. after. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But the cash came first and obviously it was the most money I've ever seen. Yeah. Being in this industry and, and just working, working. So um but yeah, it was it was overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but still haven't touched it. You still haven't touched it. Still haven't touched it. So yeah, so that goes goes into my next questions is that like I want to know like 
are you now educating yourself on like what to do with it? Where mm-hmm. should this go? How exactly. do I want to use this? Yeah. Because obviously, well, for me, I talk about myself. Like I didn't come from uh, um, a family that necessarily talked about financial literacy in the household. Mm-hmm. So if I got like a lump sum and I'm young, I would be scared as well so what are you doing to like make sure you know what this i'm not gonna run this shit out i'm gonna build on this yeah, now. yeah. this is a head start definitely um just like being debt free is important okay you know paying off the debt and making sure that you know you're clean but yeah savings you know um, yeah. investing in property yeah um you know and, and all that stuff because now it's building that legacy yeah so so it's important to kind of save and, and keep are you asking anybody like, hey, yeah. like, what should I do here? <laughs> I hear a lot like crypto, you <laughs> yeah, know, mutual funds, yeah. you know, you should put in GIC and all yeah. that other stuff. It's like, I don't know. I just don't know. Who, it's hard to, to, you know, trust um, any anybody. Kind. Exactly. Uh-huh. Advisor, you know, obviously yeah. their, their job is to advise, but who knows if they have the right heart. You yeah. Know what I mean? Actually, so, I can even introduce you to someone. That, uh uh, he, I, f- I forgot the exact word. I believe it's f- uh, fiduciary. So what it means is that he has to have the best interest or in his clients, or he could be sued. Wow, as financial aid. So I can connect you guys. Amazing. Just, yeah, just yeah. so like you know, like you never so, know. Yeah. You know, because I want to see you turn that into a million. Definitely. You know, times that like, by ten. Ta- yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's a type of money where, you, like, it's not the money where you be comfortable. But no. it's the money where you could start something. Exactly. And, you know, especially being black, we got to get just that, that stuff right. You know, I think there's a lot of different routes, you know, start investing. But obviously, I want to open up a restaurant, but I want to be in the right space. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. What def- do you think about opening up restaurants? I I have mixed feelings. Just uh, because why? it's it's a lot of money you could lose. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a risk. You know, mm-hmm. if it's not successful, then... You're, you're pretty, it, you don't really make, gain a lot of money off restaurants, but yeah. it's it's just a so. Risk. Where do they make the restaurants? Is it the franchising or? I think it's more yeah, like the franchise. Once you can have a second location, yeah, then you're successful. Okay, um, but the you know the margin is really tight. You know, like it's just it's a lot. It's, of it's work. a lot. It's yeah. a lot of work. You know, and you got to watch your food costs, your labor costs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All and, of that. And stuff. you want to make sure. I'm guessing like the quality still exactly. There. You know, you could run a you know, a hundred and fifty plus seat restaurant. Obviously, you make a lot of money, but the quality kind of goes down once you have a, a bigger restaurant. Oh, makes sense. I never even think. I don't yeah. even think about these things. I mean, you can still have good a good like spot, but yeah. not a really like high end. Yeah, top of the intimate. Line. Like it's like you know, it's it's very. I don't know. It's hard to say because yeah. for me, it's it's a thought that I've always wanted, a dream that I've always wanted. I always wanted to open a restaurant, but. This has to be right. Okay. You know what I mean? Right okay. time. Okay. Yeah. So what are you working on now? Like after you won? Like what like what what's the next stuff? Um, just like working with like, you know, like minded chefs yeah. like myself, colored. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, popping up, you know, working with different uh, restaurants and, and stuff like that. Um, trying to do some private gigs, but yeah. mostly just like popping up. Um, doing some cool partnerships and all that stuff. How does like because I don't know the business mm-hmm. of like culinary and stuff like that. Like, how does those partnerships work? Because I actually know a couple people that do like uh, private catering. But like, I think you mentioned that the partnerships with the restaurants. Like, how does that all work? Like, do mm-hmm. you reach out? Like, how does that work? Yeah, I just sometimes I just I I have a have a feeling or I have a like a um, a thought 
an yeah. idea and I just kind of reach out. Like, give me an example. Like, okay, uh, Chubby's <clears throat> Jamaican restaurant downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just reached out to the CEO. Yeah. Um, and then she was like kind of bored on board because it was it was a cool idea and I'm all for the culture. So okay. Jamaican restaurant, a little tasting menu and like kind of. So do you add up- like things to the menu for a certain period of time? Does that is that what it is or no? We full takeover like full two nights. Um, and like yeah, just kind of. Oh, so you guys are in the back cooking everything or like how does that work? It's just like ticket base. We throw tickets. We promote it. It's the it's it's oh, the event. Okay, then, okay, okay. Yeah. So, geez. So you've done one of those already, or? Yeah, I did one in December. Yeah. Um, with like five other chefs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like it was a cool turnout because it was like all color. Yeah. Um, nothing you don't normally see that in this industry. Yeah. You know? but what was the feedback on that? I'm curious. Really good. Really good. Yeah. I, I heard. Yeah, I heard it was it was really really good, and you know we should do more of those. Okay. You cool. know just because. It's a very Eurocentric yeah. uh, industry. Uh, industry. So, you know, you go to culinary school, you don't learn about Jamaican cuisine, Ethiopian cuisine. Yeah. You learn about French techniques. And that's it, eh? Pretty much, yeah. That's but there's there's certain classes that you could take, I think. Throughout the, the electives? The, yeah, like <laughs> global cuisine. It's oh, like, God. why isn't this in the curriculum, <laughs> dark? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's it's a little bit of um, just pushing the, the berries here and, and really yeah. um, informing the people that. But that's where you come in and now it's I feel like I don't mm-hmm. want to place responsibility on yeah. you, but I feel like that's where you can come in. There's a problem and where you can kind of lead people like, yo, we're here. I'm going to teach mm-hmm. and go for it. Rethink about teaching and stuff like that. I've thought about it. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a goal of mine because once you see like a man of color teaching, yeah, like it's, it's pretty big and yeah. it's inspiring now. Like, okay, yeah. this could this is possible, you know, so. It's just a thought I had. I don't know if I want to do yeah. teaching in a school, but yeah, I think it's it'll be a, a cool kind of idea. Are there a lot of chefs that are are they messaging you now? Like what? Like what's going on with them? Are they hitting you up? Like yo, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like what's going on there? You'd be surprised. Like it's no. ego, man. I, yeah. I don't know if it's ego, but yeah. like, and you're there the, to help. There's not a lot of people of color in my industry. Yeah, like straight up, there's not a lot of execs that are colored. So. For me, it's kind of my responsibility to change that a little bit. Okay. And really, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I don't. I don't know what it is, but yeah. yeah, I don't really get that too much. Do you think you want to make more of like a like a social media presence, like speaking? Like, what do you want to do to get your voice heard? Because definitely I, cause that when I heard the first interview, I was like, "Whoa, this guy has a lot to say." Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of value here. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to like um, do the YouTube route or just be a more social media presence or? Yeah, a little bit of everything. I think social media, mm-hmm. um, media, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, just because I think it's important for it's kind of like my responsibility for my voice to be heard in in, yeah. in the community of yeah. uh, hospitality because yeah. I'm colored and there's not a lot of us. So yeah. I really want to inspire like a lot of you to really do it because yeah. you know so, you look at me, you don't really see that. Oh, this guy's a chef, top chef. Yeah, but now now, now it's kind of different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you're here. That we we have to be looking at you as a top chef exactly and like, like we're even uh talking a little bit before off cam it's just like yo like we're at a time now like we're not waiting for anyone to open the door we're creating yeah. our own doors exactly. or, or we're busting down their door mm-hmm. you know because i feel that 
we've been doing a lot of waiting yeah. and ultimately when you wait then they can still control the narrative like exactly. look at our music industry we don't own nothing when it comes That's to crazy. our masters our songs our culture like we talk about this culture thing and i always question people like what is the culture mm -hmm. we don't own it that's crazy yeah you know what i'm saying so i just feel like with this stuff like we because you're the first one you're we're early now so mm -hmm. now we can start to tell our own narratives yeah. through you right yeah. how do you feel about that so it's a definitely a big responsibility um yeah. but um i definitely agree like you know we got to create our own opportunity mm -hmm. uh, nobody's gonna give anything to us um and as a community i think it's just important for us to help each other out as yes. much as we can support as much as we can and, and really push our community for it because we've been we, we've been we've been in the backseat for too long yeah way too long with the you best know, stuff you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it's crazy yeah. so i think for me it's for us um it's very important okay you what's know? your day-to-day -day look like now <laughs> um just you know lots of planning uh yeah. filling the calendar um but yeah still like kind of just keeping busy man really just mm -hmm. pushing the um envelope but yeah just Still in the counter. Are you cooking like every day or like how do, I don't know like how like does a cook be like hmm, I feel creative today or yeah. is it like a practice thing? Like how does that work? Um yeah, I think for me, I think it's still cooking. Like I don't never want to put that down, but yeah. just really creating new things and new dishes and and really staying true to my beliefs and what I believe in. So yeah. Not not really changing too much. Yeah. Have you ever made something you'd be like, oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> um you'd be surprised i don't really talk about those ones yeah. too much. <laughs> but there's a lot of things that you're like ah oh, no nah, this yeah, can't work definitely um like but, what like sauces or i don't i don't know like there's this, i don't this is really bitter berry um this call i don't know what it's called it's, i don't know what's called but it's a a berry that grows in the caribbeans yeah um super bitter like i try to like pickle it and like do something different with it but yeah. it just didn't work for me yeah, it's too bitter yeah, yeah yeah drives my whole mouth out it's like yeah. yeah do you have people like your circle right do you have people that tell you the honest truth when it comes to your cooking i would assume <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i think everybody in my corner and, and my circle definitely mm -hmm. supports me in every way and yeah they're all for for like what i create and how, how let's get into that because i feel like uh having a supporting cast is super important and i feel like it can make or break someone yeah. and just either to like keep them grounded and making sure like you don't have all yes people around you because that's mm. good we still need to learn or Definitely. we need people around us that like you know um that can cover our blind spots like For how sure. is your uh, supporting cast very um you know supportive honest mm -hmm. i always ask for feedback and be yeah. like okay what can i have done differently yeah maybe this this and that but you know very very honest people, yeah for sure have you do are you like that see sometimes even ask damien like i'm stubborn sometimes yeah. so i just go like we go back and forth yeah, because yeah. i'm just but it's passion for me yeah 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 you know so like are you like that as well or sometimes i overthink things a lot you yeah. know and like i always think about it like okay is this actually really good or are they telling the truth? But it's really for me. Yeah, I I, I always like to trust people and and, and my circle and and really believe that they're there for me to be successful. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. That answers the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, for me, like I feel like if I were to do this or think about this all the time, I might burn myself up. Mm -hmm. So I have to make sure I'm in the gym. I yeah. have to make sure I'm hooping every once in a while. What are your creative outlets outside of cooking to stay creative? Different things, man. Like, yeah. uh, um, you know, for me, yeah, hooping is a big one for me. Mm -hmm. um, trying to stay in the gym for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, 
drawing or like writing yeah um yeah just like just different outlets that it's not norm you know what yeah. i mean like game nights yeah i want to try different things this year i was yeah. like you know the paint nights and you all know what I'm things saying? like pottery yeah you know pottery. What I'm that's another one i was looking at the other day that's I'm funny like, how you party said that. Is fire. you tried it i want to yeah. because i i love for me you if you like come to the crib it's like all my plates are one-on-one like oh, really? different like there's no sets so i like to create you I would, made them like that no i want to make a plate oh, like, okay, okay so yeah. yeah so that's for me it's 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 definitely interesting um and just like tapping into different creative things and yeah you know going to museums or whatever yeah, yeah. Just, what about traveling is it that oh, big, big huge yeah huge. have you been places or you want to go places i want to go to a lot of places well, what tokyo are, tokyo okay um <laughs> brazil yeah <laughs> <laughs> um peru yeah you know i think the whole like central or south america would be dope yeah is that um, for the food too definitely yeah yeah food okay. culture everything yeah uh, i still have a lot of places to go in the caribbean it's like barbados yeah um and, you know all those sp- like spots you know trinidad mm-hmm. um yeah there's it's not just jamaica on the caribbean yeah, true, so. true. and that's how your dishes will probably like expand yeah definitely i think the islands have some of the best ingredients too like you have mangoes that grow so ripe and nice yeah. and it's just so much different things Even our avocados Do you know are huge breadfruit <laughs> yeah um you know the planting like everything everything's really good down there so. okay dope yeah. dope so these are like two questions that i want to uh, what we ask everybody mm-hmm. on uh the show and the first one is i want to know what is the best advice that you received and what is the worst advice that you received and you don't have to say no names <laughs> i don't even know man like, that's not, that's a crazy question like i don't like sometimes i i get advice and it just goes through one ear and then through the other yeah <laughs> um i think the best advice um would just be like you know just work hard and just like stay humble obviously but for me i think it's just like just believe in yourself mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's as as you know easy and like cliche yeah as it sounds it's like yo just like believe in yourself and understand that you know you're your kind of own destiny you know what does it take for you personally that you believe in yourself um I think the biggest thing is like understanding that um, nothing comes easy in life mm-hmm. um, and nothing's given. Mm-hmm. So I got to just like really kind of believe that I could do it and and really just push forward, you know, because I never had a big like being in this industry. Like my mom was like, I don't know what cooking for you still. Like, really? You know, she, could cook. she could cook, but like it's not like the most ideal I yeah. think industry for for. For um, most, but yeah. just because it's like a lot of time and all that stuff, but just like believing that I could do it and and, and one day that this will be what it's going to be. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just believing in myself is the biggest thing. So let me ask you a question. How do you handle like your bad days? Like uh, just in general? In general. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'm curious because I like I, I like to I don't get know. people's mindset. Like, yeah. yo, like, how do you bounce back? Because I feel like in my opinion Mm -hmm. that success is one thing um Mm -hmm. when you win is one thing that's cool like everything all all those things should be celebrated but i do feel like the character of a person is how they bounce back Mm -hmm. when things don't go well i think my when i when i have bad days i just like this i either be quiet Mm -hmm. and just really think about like okay what can i do how can tomorrow be better for me you know what i mean or you know, sometimes I, I like to listen to music or um, I don't know, like for me, like 
I don't know. I just like kind of stay quiet. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just, just kind of think about things. And you let know, it, like, exactly. Like, I don't know. Like for me, I just, I try not to have bad days, but yeah. when they happen, it's like, yeah. I overthink it and I get in my head and just like, yeah, you know, obviously. Kinda. Don't stay there too long though. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, But that's the music comes in. Okay. I like to bring some music in and like really, yeah. You know, get inspired. You know, open a book or something. Start yeah. reading. Are you read? Do you read a lot? Or I honestly, I try to read a lot. Yeah, I have a really um, big library, but yeah. like, I, I don't. Any I, favorite I, books? I like The Alchemist. Oh, that's a that's one. Yeah. I I think I started with that. One. I start. I, I've started it, but yeah. I haven't finished yeah, it. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, really, really uh, inspo book. You know, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's great. Yeah. And can you uh, think of a time of the worst advice that you've gotten? Or- worst advice and you're like whoa i'm not taking baby that. steps yeah, baby steps yeah i hate elaborate, it elaborate elaborate yo <laughs> <laughs> when somebody tells you to take baby steps that's why it's just, it's just like you're just telling giant steps exactly <laughs> it's it's telling me it's kind of home, trying to marginalize me hold me back a little bit mm-hmm. not to to really you know push myself mm-hmm. why do i need to take baby steps to get to the top top no go just go and exactly. figure it out later you know, the big steps, might, I might fall, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, you fall once, you get up twice. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, for me, baby steps is, is a no-go. Yeah. Take the big steps, you know, just just bet on yourself. Yeah. You know, Fred, Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. And uh, you bet on yourself. 100%. Made, like, you weren't official yeah. sous chef, right? I, okay, let me break it down <laughs> yeah, for yeah, you. Because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, like, for me, I was I have never been a chef of a kitchen. I've never been... The sous chef. I've never been, you know, the exec. I've never been any of that. But once I, you know, for me, I know that I was good. Yeah. Like, nobody could tell me that I wasn't good. Yeah. You know, dish for dish, I could go with anyone. Anyone. Yeah. I'm not just trying to be cocky, yeah. but that's just how I am. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That I'm very competitive. Um, but for me, like when I once I seen that, you know, the casting, I'm betting on myself. Mm. I'm all in. Nobody telling me that I can't do it. Yeah. I'm doing it because I have a lot to prove and I know that I could do it. Are there any other like other either worldly competitions or Canadian competitions that's out there that you would uh, be, be interested a- in, in getting involved in? There's like some world competitions and stuff like that, but yeah. I don't know if I'm going to compete. Yeah, no. Again, I think I think I'm one done. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm, why? I'm, why? I'm going why? undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why though? Uh. And I'm joking. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I might compete again. But yeah. I think right now I'm just trying to enjoy the moment. But just and build and build. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's clearly shown that it could be done if you're the underdog or the you know top dog in the yeah. kitchen. And but you know, I think for me right now is just to build and build a community that we're in. You yeah, know what I mean? so. true. I wonder if any of the like other chefs were pissed. <laughs> you you never know. You know what I like, mean? Well, like it's like who is this guy? How did this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut. But how did this guy win? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just because like I'm not the sh- I'm like for me these guys are more experienced than me. Yeah, you know for me so you're the youngest one there. I wasn't the youngest, but yeah. it's just the who they have surrounding themselves with. Like you know what I mean? You had like guys coming from different parts of Canada yeah. working with different chefs being mentored mentored big ones so mm-hmm. I think for me it's like who is this kid you know so yeah I, I kind of you know well you that's how you ruffle feathers I feel like that's how change comes like you have to irritate before change comes mm-hmm. and now that you've irritated like the industry like whoa this yeah. guy didn't really have the credentials to exactly. be here and one what does that say exactly what does that even say about their rubric Facts. Or like how they look at cooks. 
you know? Right? So that's just... Titles mean nothing to me. Yeah, exactly. You can tell me that you're your executive chef, blah, 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 but... It's uh, it's someone else's opinion that gave exactly. you that, that, that title. Exactly. That's how I look And there's not a lot, like I always say, there's not a lot of people of my color in the executive chef position. Yeah. And that's why it's like, this is pretty big for me to do it. And, and, and it's a big responsibility, but... It, do you think it's... I can't tell I anyone yeah. that it, it should it shouldn't be their goal to get like to get like top chefer, but like should we be thinking bigger than that, or just like let them have their titles and whatever, and we just kind of create our own lane? What do you think? I think you know the titles are cool, like you know winning things cool, but yeah, I think creating our own lanes too, our own opportunities is big because yeah, you know nothing in this world is is given to us, and yeah. nobody's gonna give anything. Yeah, for us in yeah. this community, so we just gotta as a community, as a group, just create our own opportunities. Okay, dope. And quickly, like, how do the pop up shops work for you guys? When the I, I heard, you, I think you mentioned in the other podcast that you're doing pop up shops. How does that work? Like, is it like people come through, they buy a dish, or yeah. like no. how does that work? Yeah, so it's like a ticketed event. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we promote it. We show, we show who's <coughs> curating it, and, yeah. and yeah, if you want to come out, you see who's up and what's up, and yeah. Come Do you guys through. like talk about the foods or talk about what you made and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, dish for dish. Um, we talk about, but like I don't want to just pop up to pop up. I want to do for great causes. Like I want to raise money for charities and True. stuff like that. Okay. Like it's very important. Like not to just, be intentional. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just pop up anytime. But yeah. Um. Yeah. For me, it's it's all about you know building communities and and really giving back. You know, as much as I possibly can because you know I I didn't I wasn't given a lot coming yeah. into this. So um, and I never had a mentor that you know. Um, for me, it's it's important for for people to kind of like the community kind of be like, yeah, this guy means good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you, do you feel that you're ready now to like take on a mentor position in other people's lives? Like, how do you I, feel about that? I feel like I still have a lot to learn as an individual. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, but um, if I could give any advice or mm-hmm. you know build anybody up, you know, yeah. I, would, I would give my honest opinion. But yeah, it's definitely a lot of work. True. True. Yeah. Because how I look at mentorship is not like I, I feel in my opinion that you don't have to be at your final form. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if the alphabet is from A to Z mm-hmm. and you're at C, well then you can help someone get from get A to A. B. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You yeah. know, <laughs> so, that makes sense. Yeah. That's how I look at it. For so, sure. And you're a person that you, you're, you've gone where well, one, none of us have gone. True. So there's a lot to learn from that Yeah, the, uh, in the process of how you did that, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. All right, cool. So on this show, we like to make predictions. So I want to say, when looking back at this, I'm like, ah, oh, Trey did say he was going to do that. Where do you see yourself in five years? <sighs> <laughs> That's a hard question. <laughs> um, but um, for me, um, you know, I think... For me, I, my five-year plan is to open up a restaurant. Yeah, but be uh, you know, somebody in this industry that made an impact. Okay. Of color, with color, you know yeah. what I mean? Because, like I always say, there's not a lot of us out there in this yeah. industry. But, um, to be impactful, inspire a lot, and and really what, change the sorry. way people view uh Caribbean cuisine. Okay, Liv, yeah. what does impact look like for you? More color. More color. More color. At the top. At the top. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's too many marshmallows. <laughs> too many marshmallows up there. I get some chocolate. You know what I'm saying? But no, I think for me, yeah, just a lot of more color, more yeah, diversity. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's very important. Um, and really, you know, 
push okay yeah dope. um before we go right uh do you have any last words for anybody uh, not really but <laughs> i'm really kind of but um just yeah get to stay it. tuned stay get, tuned get to it stay tuned and uh also too like i want to thank you for coming up here for one and any way that we can support your movement just let us know because sure. obviously we're a media outlet so and yeah just let us know how we can help because like i said when i heard about your story i almost felt guilty it's like nah. responsibility because yeah. what the hell you're the first black top sh- like top chef that's crazy in canada yeah why isn't this on like the six was or yeah, yeah. if it was i'm not sure yeah, yeah. Why isn't on all these outlets going crazy? Yeah. Right. And that's true. We all eat food, right? We all like good food. Everyone's Facts. a foodie. So Facts. you're out here being the top one. Yeah. All right. So I just feel like for us to come, it'll be better if we can like, you know, come together yep. and support your movement and let us know what you got going on so we can spread the good news. Amazing. And also to let everybody know like where they can contact you. Uh yeah. Follow your boy on Instagram, Trey.sanderson. Um, yeah, and just let's follow the process. Follow, let's get yeah. it. All right, thank you, bro. Amazing. Appreciate it.